0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bachoven, Chad Planbeck, and Stephanie Romanski.
1: You there, Steph? I'm here. Hooray! (laughs) Drunk drunk Santa will never not be funny, but that guy (laughs) at Drunk Santa, yeah. (laughs) He's banging his head.
2: He's got the costume on. My favorite guy is the guy who can never remember his lines. Yeah. That guy, you put him in that headset.
1: Dennis, you're wearing the wrong costume! <laughs> uh, what Don't no- say that! <laughs> what noise does a reindeer make? Clearly a matter for rehearsals, Dennis. Clearly a matter for rehearsals, Dennis. <laughs> it's, <the best. laughs> it's a joke from that they took a half hour to get to. It's beautiful. <laughs> We're gonna
0: set this up. It's very good. It was very funny. How are you doing, Steph? I'm doing good. How are you guys? All right. When's the new podcast drop? Um, Shannon and I are in the middle of setting things up, like Patreon and website and all that stuff. And she's still world building, so it might be a couple of weeks yet. So we have to actually play. So
1: okay, are you actually going to play
0: on on Mike? Is that the idea? Yeah, yeah. She's gonna um lead. Uh, she's gonna DM for me. And it's gonna be our, our hook is that it's us because we're hilarious. So yeah, cool. <laughs> so yeah, she's gonna run a game for me, and um, she's got a whole thing to pull from. And I had a lot of homework to do with my character and and stuff. And we're just about at the point where we can actually record. So cool.
2: Well, I have a hope that at some point that maybe we could take up our old game via ZenCaster here. I mean, it wouldn't be perfect or anything, and you'd have to trust each other on the other side of the screen. You know what they're rolling, but well, uh,
0: this does do video too. Oh, well, there casters. you go. So, but, so yeah,
2: yeah. I, I would hope at some point we could get maybe something like that going again. That'd so, be cool. That
0: would be. Shannon and and Kit have both been hot to get a Zoom game going with all yeah. y'all.
1: All right. Well, I I I have an office now. Yep. <laughs>
0: so, that'd think, cool. Yeah. That'd be
2: cool. That'd fun. be fine. Yeah, I said I think we can make it work.
0: So. Yeah, definitely. There's so much you can do on on camera that sounded better in my head. Let's go. Get, get, out. Out. No. get <laughs> in, get in.
1: No, get out. Get she out. said, "Thank you, dear." <laughs> you no? Get in. <laughs> God, <Gosh>, so <they're> good. <laughs> <laughs> Shit
2: falls apart, and I just love it.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the gimmick ones, where they built the ang- built this the set at ninety degrees. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> favorite joke is like he usually comes by with something sweet about now. Good morning. Crash. Have you seen
2: the one? Where it's just it's like just on YouTube, and it's like it's like this nine minute murder mystery thing. Have you uh-uh. seen that one? Oh my god! Cause there's one where the, one of them gets knocked unconscious, and they're trying to pull her through a window to get her off the stage, <laughs> and it won't work. And at the end, the whole stage fall. The whole the whole. The whole set falls down.
1: <laughs> I saw their bit on Jimmy Fallon with J.J. Uh, J. Abrams. Did you see that?
2: Uh-uh. Nope.
1: Where J.J. J. Abrams is like saying, oh, these guys are the most amazing thing ever. Bring them out. And they come out and one of them is tangled in the in the curtain and can't get untangled. And so they can't go to the desk. So they try to make it so like one of them is a desk <laughs> and the other one is trying. And by the time they get everything <laughs> set, they're out of time. <laughs> J.J. Abrams is like totally in on it. I'm like, hey, cool, <laughs> you know. Finally, he's using his powers for good, as opposed to yeah. Well, I, said, I,
2: I hope there's another season or coming season. So that's what I
0: hope. I hope there are play tours, or if it, it does, it tour. The thing so I you, saw was the play that goes wrong. Is what it was called, and you saw it in in a basement theater, in a basement theater off Leicester Square. Yeah, nice. And it was all it the, was all hilarious. Cast. Yeah, it was the whole cast. <laughs> and um, it was a lot of fun and it was just, there were like two rows of seats so they were like literally right in front of us I mean the director (laughs) <laughs> oh my god my friend ann and i were rolling the entire time it was great i'll bet <laughs> it was great. they've got they've got some lighting in a bottle they can reproduce which
1: is just the best yeah
0: and i went in not knowing what the hell i was seeing because ann just schedules me for stuff and i just show up but yeah. um th- this was worth it it was yeah. so good so- okay
2: so it's like well that's a concussion yeah,
0: yeah that's a concussion.
2: you know that kind but of... they're
0: extremely physical
1: comedians i too. know yeah
2: oh like I said, that that scene where they're trying to pull that poor gal through the window—it's like that's gotta hurt. It's like, okay, there goes the groin. There goes the... yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Steph, you you'll appreciate this. So I was telling Chad, I got my second jab yesterday. Uh huh. So, hey. two weeks from yesterday, I'm immune. And then that Thursday after that, I'm on a plane to Vegas.
0: Yeah, and one of I know.
1: That, yeah, one thing Sarah and I are doing is we're going to this thing called Meow Wolf. If I told you about this.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, I
1: told you guys about this, this already. Cool. last time. Yeah. yeah. Last episode. Yeah. All right,
0: yeah I told Shannon too. She said that sounds crazy. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> completely wackadoo. Like, no, and so you guys. guys. I know I
1: forget shit all the time. <laughs> but we've also set up this thing where uh, we're going to go to a, uh, a speakeasy, Ooh. like uh, this place that they don't advertise. They just set up, and you have to like have a secret password and not get in, and then you drink a bunch of cocktails and leave. And it's like, yeah, yeah no, th- there's there's a hotel in Kansas, Kansas City that does that. 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 Mm-hmm so i'm looking forward to it but i got yeah. my second second stick and i'm doing good myself. i go
0: tuesday cool and the rest of my family already got theirs so
1: and you go in two weeks 21st 21st mm-hmm. yay all <laughs> right and then we're, well, we're gonna go to lincoln we're gonna see some movies Eyes. Do?
2: Oh, geez. I, I almost went to the movies on thursday cause, like i was gonna do
0: minari and nobody mm-hmm. but it's like god
2: fucking god damn just, it i just not quite it, yet just not quite there
0: you're still going to wear masks, though, when you go out, right? Oh, yeah. Even though you're vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Just I
2: suppose. I think when i gonna get groceries. I think if I go back into the office, probably not.
1: But
0: Yeah. But, uh, uh. Well, because, you know, there's no there's no real concrete evidence of whether you can still carry it, even though you right. have had the jab. So
1: You never know. Just I don't know. It's for, Just first be one, safe, you, you guys. I understand, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I... I will be responsible and i will wear a mask and i've got a bunch of them but man it would be good to incentivize and create consequences for those who are like oh i don't know i'm gonna see how it goes oh i don't know i don't believe it's gonna get a microchip fuck you and get covid all right
0: (laughs) yeah just get it then yeah get the
1: vaccination because it's not in the the herd yeah it's not about you it's about protecting other people. And if you, yeah. you know, it's like I I'm fine with being skeptical of Big Pharma because they are a bunch of assholes. That's absolutely true. But a billion people have had these shots for Christ's sake. What do you think <laughs> is going to happen to you?
0: <laughs> All right. Sorry. I mean, you would have already got it with the flu vaccine. So, I mean, come on. My favorite is
1: uh, I listen to this thing called Skeptoid where where it's basically, you know, skeptical podcast and this guy breaks down some of the arguments against a bunch of different things, but one of them was, it's like, okay, if you're going to put a tracking mechanism in a vial of liquid, it needs a power source. <laughs> What's the smallest power source we have? Well, mm. bigger than liquid. You know? <laughs> you know so anyway. well, they
0: just engineer a way to make us carry battery packs it's around. to
2: sap and impurify our precious, precious bodily fluids. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sure. fluoride.
1: Bring
0: it on. <laughs> Ooh, water. Yeah. Bring it on. All right. Are we in media res yet? Oh yeah. For <laughs> uh, the past eight minutes we have been. <laughs> oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> half the show day. <laughs> People catch up with each other. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I forget I saw that. something
2: on Twitter the other day and it's like, what's a podcast where you fell you feel like your friends have just stopped by? And I said, well, I think we qualify.
0: Yeah. yeah. For if sure.
1: If we with are our lack friendly, of
0: prep time? Absolutely. Like, no prep time structure. What structure? I don't know.
1: Structure. What well, are we talking about? I can't I remember. Structure is where you start everything the same way by saying, Welcome to the Atomic Rated Cheese. I'm Mike. Oh, wait, I've got a tagline. Shit, I fucked it up already. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Atomic Rated Cheese, where real life is called cinema. One cult cinemas- more time! <laughs> and cult cinema is frequently real life. I'm
2: my- Mike. Hey! <laughs>
1: oh, and I'm
0: Steph.
2: What's the most cringiest thing you've ever seen in your life?
0: Uh, chances are I was a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Are we talking about like bums on the street? Or? Sure.
1: <laughs> sure. Know. Or maybe a failed pilot. <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> no okay all right no let's let's take that and run cringiest thing okay. i've ever seen okay um i i saw something cringy real quick but it was at work and i don't really want to talk about it oh is, <laughs> okay. so, same um, yeah yeah okay but um <laughs> well let's put it in let's let's reference it in media then. okay in media cringiest thing in media i've ever seen um hmm that's a good question. Just think something where it just made you feel like, oh, my God, this is embarrassing for everybody involved. Correct. And it wasn't meant to be embarrassing for everyone involved as we were going off on the show that goes wrong before <laughs> before we started. Right. It's like, I feel great for those guys. Those guys are killing it. They're, they're <laughs> geniuses of a high order. It's like, no. Okay. Um, just the planning and the timing of that show just baffles me. Oh, I, I know. It's like someone, uh, to go off on tangent before we actually start the topic, <laughs> uh, someone was asking me the other day, could local theaters do this? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know if you would be, because t- you would need talent and like <sighs> such split-second expertise like, in order to make of that rehearsal. work.
2: rehearsal. And it's one of these things, it's like, would you let the audience know? Mm-hmm. Would you let the audience know be in on the joke? or would, would the audience laugh or would the audience freak out?
1: Yeah. All right, I, I've got my cringe answer. All right, last last cringy thing I think I saw was like how I felt for for the three principal leads of the last Star Wars movie okay. that that uh, uh, the Last Jedi, no, the, last, the Rise, Rise of Skull. Skywalker. Oh lord, because yeah. they are so talented and they were so good, and I realized about twenty minutes into that movie, I'm like, oh no, oh no they're all going to they're going to squander it all and sure enough they squandered it all And i was just thinking about this the other day that they had such a fantastic image with the idea of the the stormtrooper with the bloody handprint on his hand on his mm. helmet, and that could have been a whole thing. That could have been a call to arms. It could have been a a flag that you know he rallied a bunch of stormtroopers under. It could have been this amazing arc. And instead, you ride some rides some space camels on a ship, and then hits a guy. Like oh, it was so bad. And I, I just remember kind of cringing about that. Such How chemistry. about you guys? <laughs> Such chemistry, and then yeah, I, I know. Like... Oh, they're all so good. Anyway, cringy things you saw in the media. Because we'll get um, to the big one here pretty soon. Oh,
2: that's my answer.
0: <laughs> oh well, for me it was the first time I ever saw either version of The Office. Oh, I, I don't really like that kind of humor. That makes sure. me feel bad for the you know the people in it. <laughs> yep. I know it's intentional. Yeah, but it immediately makes me go, "Oh my god, oh my god, the- that's, that could have been me." You know. I know. <laughs>
2: there's there's one episode of that show where. Um, is it scott's when, tots when they merge the, the offices merge oh. and that one guy gets there and he's sort of a big guy like i am and they're trying to get him to stand up on the chair and it's like no <laughs> no that's not gonna work it's funny but it's like if you've been in that situation before mm-hmm. where it's like this tone deaf moron it's like it's not gonna work yeah, yeah. and but then you kind of gotta go through and it's like and then it ends a disaster and he quits and it's like
0: i, I don't guess find- that i
2: guess that's funny <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, you have to tough it out, I think. And for me, it was the British version I saw first because my sister was like, you got to see this stuff. You'll love it. You got to see this. So I watched it and I was like, yikes. Yeah, I don't like this. And it took me like another five years before I decided to rewatch it again. And I kind of got it
2: yeah Mm -hmm. they said i think that show is hilarious but there are some times where it's like oh Oh. oh." yeah
1: when you cross to the other side of that line it is not a fun place to be i absolutely agree
2: yeah they're always pushing against it too Mm -hmm. constantly and i and i think a little admiration for that but sometimes it's like okay throttle back
1: well, my theory is that uh, The Office merged into what Parks and Rec would eventually become, okay. making me think that Parks and Recreation, which is that brand of humor with, uh, with creators who actually care about their characters, is the final form of that comedy as opposed to what The Office was, which is uh, all these people are terrible and you should be laughing at them, okay. right? It's like even the, the, the hardest I laugh at The Office is when Kevin drops The Chili, right that is so funny that is absolutely um, funny but it's got this deep undercurrent of sadness in it like it is so sad but so funny and i don't think that's peanut butter and chocolate man i don't think those are two great days that taste great together right
2: and it's like saying with Shits creek it's like i should hate these people but i don't
1: yeah and i again i don't know how that works i I think what that is is, and what parks and rec does too is that it finds the basic humanity in these characters right right? right right so even though the roses are complete and total uh, uh pampered, elite, vapid snobbish, vapid, yeah. uh, you know, obsessed with culture and fashion and all the rest of it. Deep down they get at what makes them human beings and what mm-hmm. what drives them. I mean, the idea of, of uh Eugene Levy sitting in that garage that is his office trying yep. to come up with an idea. That is also sad, but not in a way that like makes me feel uncomfortable. You know? Right.
2: Well like they like they're circling around and kind of overachieving
1: them yeah. too. Yeah. That's you
2: know? yeah. kind of crazy. Well I think this will, this will also lead into our topic here eventually, but like one of the cringiest things that I ever saw because people were telling me, it's like, Oh, you got to watch the big bang theory. You're going to love it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's about nerds and they like comic books and all this popular media stuff. You're you just, it's perfect for you. And I watched it and it was like the most unfunny thing I have ever seen in my life. And it's just, until, until, <laughs> until, because this is sort of a progenitor of that. I swear to God, but no, it was just like this, this, this that, that show i gotta that he, disagree with you i love so, big bang
0: theory really how
2: yes, I, was like, maybe I, I really watched...
0: love it okay,
2: <laughs> maybe i watched like the wrong two episodes you, you or
0: something. might have you, yeah you gotta you know mike you once told me to give firefly four, three to four episodes where i loved it and yeah. i had to it's the same with shows like big bang theory i mean yeah. some of them are clunkers you know but yeah. once you stick with it and get to know the characters they're actually pretty funny and and and, yeah. and the, the, the amount of crap that show gets bothers me sometimes okay uh-huh. interesting
2: because i to me it's just like it's i i come from this this is my culture and it's like i don't know anybody who acts like this yeah <laughs> but maybe i'm limited i don't know but but uh
1: so all right oh, God, now all, all, of these dancing around, <laughs> all of this is dancing around something cringier yeah because chad you have uncovered something i did it might be the cringiest thing We've collectively ever seen. It is. It is a cringe for gender. It is a. It is a. Uh. Uh. uh cringe. Goliath, I, mean, I didn't even call
2: cringe it. Cringe I didn't even call it embarrassing. I. Didn't, it was. Uh, I found it. It's a because, fa- It was a. of cringe. The cthulhu of cringe. <laughs> a failed pilot for Comedy Central called Super Nerds oh man okay the
0: only thing funny was the unrolling of the i, scroll I, I, at the yeah, beginning. I enjoyed that yep the rest I of it for a
2: start, it's like oh this looks kind of good and then but then it got and then and then the <laughs> scroll <terrible>. went away
0: <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> and so all right then do you it should have se- stopped <laughs> right right all right do you want to set it up okay i'll set this all you said it was a it was a, a proposed com or a pilot for comedy central right it was created by uh, Patton Oswald and Brian Posehn,
1: whom I both who are adore, very right? funny people. Yes, very funny people, and like good people too. Yeah. It's like people who are out there fighting the good fight and creating great art. Right. And yeah. it was,
2: it's uh, like directed by Troy Miller. Okay, and this guy worked on Arrested Development, Flight of the Concords, Mr. Show, oh, Run Ronnie Run, all the way going back to the Ben Stiller Show, mm-hmm. which I which I love. I okay. love the old Ben. And it's Stiller like show. so the comedy chops are there okay the premise of this show is Patton Oswalt plays a guy named Leslie he runs a comic book shop Mm -hmm. Brian Posehn plays I wrote it down he plays Gail so you got Gail and Leslie Uh, like you know it's like okay and he's just sort of hangs around the shop and and they just sort of butt heads all day okay and on this particular day not one but two pretty girls (laughs) wind up in the comic book shop one being
0: Sarah Silverman yeah. right
2: the that was the second one and apparently she's she used to know him in grade school and she has a thing for for gail or leslie i got i can of keep them straight yeah but anyway and it's just this horrible i don't even want to it's not like gatekeeping it's just a cry for help yeah <laughs> well let, let's back up real quick how did you uncover this it just popped up in my youtube feed i subscribe to this channel who kind of just kind of throws up weird shit at random yeah, yeah. okay and, it, and all of a sudden oh this week we're doing failed pilots okay and i saw the super nerds i was like oh pat and brian posseo like, those guys are funny it's like what what's this all about and i said you started watching it, and it's like oh, oh 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 and then i immediately messaged you yep and i says
1: tell me this isn't the most cringiest thing you've ever seen in your life <laughs> And I made it, I think the first time I tried to watch it, I made it maybe six minutes in. Okay. Like, I made it to the scroll, and then I'm watching this, and I don't know, it's yeah. just, this isn't anything I want to spend time yep. watching. And then yep. it's like, oh, we're going to do a podcast about it. i like, all right, uh, let's yeah. freaking, all right, crack your knuckles, let's freaking do this.
0: Yeah, I just watched it an hour ago, just, to, just so you know. <laughs> I put it right. off as long as I could.
1: That's okay. So as the freshest to us, what were what were your initial thoughts, Steph?
0: Oh, I I felt sorry and bad for both of those actors because this was like this was like something that looked like it was filmed on um a razor phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't until like halfway through that I realized that Brian Posen's character didn't actually work there. He just hung out there and so it's like I didn't get that. And so Yeah, was that, was that took me that a while was, too. There was a yeah. lot that was missing and the humor just didn't land. It just didn't land, none of it. I mean it could have but they didn't play it right or something. I don't so, know.
2: well, the, and the, the humor Russian was...
0: guy—what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> well, he's yeah. like
2: the owner. It's like, so yeah. to me, it's like it's just all these strange references. It's like you got this Russian owner. It's like, well, is that from the young ones? You know what, Spaced came mm-hmm. out the year before, right? This came out in the year two thousand. Oh. Yeah. really yes yeah. it's that
1: late because yeah. i would have easily put that like 95
2: nope. nope nope that came up the year 2000 Two so.
1: thousand. right so clerks had been a thing
2: right so um, that's an influence obviously but but like i said the entire show it's just nothing but reference 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 mm-hmm. uh humiliation reference 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 humiliation
0: yeah make sure uh, you a mention little... a comic con
2: right right well. then and maybe a cosplay. little bit of yeah and a little maybe a little bit of gatekeeping and then um yeah
0: well well, i'm
1: not here to defend kevin smith but man did they miss the point of that movie if that was an influence on super nerds oh my god but to me the amazing thing
2: is it's like i don't know when exactly the exact point when nerds kind of took over the earth
1: um that's a good question but
2: it's one of these things Would this thing fly
1: now no or not necessarily now but maybe say like five years ago I, don't th- I think the thing that would have killed it is just the fact that it just seemed to lack any sort of funny. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. the The performances well, weren't funny, the writing wasn't funny, the setting wasn't funny, the tone wasn't funny, the jokes weren't funny.
0: Well, so... and the characters weren't relatable. There was nothing in them that any part of a geek like me could even relate to. Right. I like know everything they referenced, but it just was like, uh-huh, yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, right. so, so.
2: I come from this world. I don't know
1: anybody like that. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah. don't. I mean, we've all met caustic nerds. Hell, yep. well, at least one of the three of us has been a caustic nerd. <laughs> Me, but you know, and then you grow out of it, and you you yeah. you understand, you know what what a what a douche you were earlier in life. But yep. man, it's just they they like no offense. Okay.
2: When I was back in high school, if I had, like met a girl who was totally interested in that kind of thing,
1: I'd give my left not to have
2: yeah, a girl yeah. interested in this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then and then it's just like overcompensation, and and then it's like the the running gag is the girls run out the door of the comic shop. Yeah, because oh, we're so nerdy. Uh It's like oh no.
1: (laughs) The the other thing about this (laughs) that that was really uncomfortable for me is that okay, yeah, nerds took over the world, right? And so you've got the different kinds of nerds. You've got tech nerds who are you know running their own little countries. You've got uh you know i i pissed on him earlier but jj J. abrams who was a nerd who is like now running the things he was a nerd about right okay yeah. you know just star well, trek and star wars and the rest of it yeah. but it's there's also this really noxious turn where nerds are now shooting people right and that's the that was so the vibe i got off this pilot was i'm looking at it going this is not funny or cute or smart or funny or any of the the baskets that i know about this is like the dangerous nerd right this is the nerd who becomes bitter and enraged and maybe falls down a gun rabbit hole and i'm going to talk about this in my recommendation. yeah i can i bit. can
2: see these two youtube channels oh, you know God. and it just that's kind of scary yeah because it's just really funny i think i don't know if i ever talked about this before but it's like i knew the world to turn a corner when i one time a guy came in and worked on my furnace and he saw some of my stuff and it's like oh can i kind of come and look at this and like he went into my comic room and stuff and started looking around <laughs> and it's like okay when's he going to pants me
0: you know this uh-huh. this is
2: when did this when did this shit become cool yeah you know and but well, apparently it is or it was i don't maybe we Well it's out it's
0: moved it. into the mainstream if you right. listen to Ben Wyatt on Parks and Rec right who is the kind of nerd that you know you kind of can relate to you know because right he can go off about Star Wars or Star Trek or Game of Thrones or what have you but do you Well said so, yeah remember? look what's yeah Sorry, do you guys remember when Patton Oswalt was on Parks and Rec and playing like, I do. a I do. similar that character? That, yep. If that character had been on the Super Nerd show, I think it kind of maybe would have landed better. At least yeah. the, the, the Gale or Leslie okay. character. You, you, you want to
1: hear a revelation I'm having? The thing that, that is great about those nerds, the Patton Oswalt and Ben Wyatt on Parks and Recreation, is that their knowledge of nerdiness was not all they had. And that's like all these, yeah. all sure. these things, all these characters. Gail and, and Leslie seem to have is like this is all they have, right? This yeah. is yeah. it. Yep. And so yeah. Ben White also happened to be a talented city administrator, and uh, you know ran for office when he was a little kid because uh, Ice cra- Ice Town costs Town Clown yeah. his town or whatever whatever right. that that great bit was. Well, and he is also a nerd, and that is like in addition to and and you know. Uh, just a layer of his character as opposed to it being the whole thing top oh, to bottom right yeah and that's the uh, same thing with Patton Oswald's character he was also a history nerd which is yeah. like great you're a history nerd that's, well, that's fantastic they like said that's another
2: problem with this with this show too it's just it's just cliche it's a cliche pile mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. for what people think these kind of people are and it's like this isn't even remotely close to what you know to me I, I don't know but it just it frustrates me because I just like I don't believe in gatekeeping. They make me nuts because mm-hmm. it's one of these things. Like mm-hmm. I have such wonderful things to show you. Yeah, that's kind of the attitude that I take, and, and and not freak out when someone wants you to go cosplay as Green Lantern and the Scarlet Witch because once DC and yeah. one's Marvel, it's like <laughs> stop, just stop. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or maybe they needed a third person in the shop that was kind of a little more grounded to rein these two knotheads in. You know what it I mean? Cause, it because basically you got two of the basically the same people mm-hmm. you know and it's like and then i wouldn't again it's like i wouldn't even call them it's not misguided or anything it's like it's again it's a cry for help yeah <laughs> all these characters see, yeah it's not malignant that's the word i was looking for it's like, i don't think they're malignant mm-hmm. or anything it's just misguided and and woof, and that that was a that was a that was a, a really bad swing and a miss. And- well,
1: one, well, let's talk too about the need for for some people to relate to characters even a smidge. Sure, you know, I mean, yeah, it's like Tony Soprano is is a terrible terrible human being, but he also like you know he also has friends and, you know, a, strong opinions on food and you know all the rest of it, right? It's like things that a human being can relate to, and that's just it. By being top to bottom, nerd, there's nothing you know even when you relate to there's nothing to relate to right you know because like you said it best jed it's like you're not the kind of human that i've met before i don't know right. anybody like you. i don't know these people and it's like i've never i but
2: maybe i don't get out enough <laughs> 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 I
1: don't, I i'm don't pretty know. sure in the past year you don't get out enough well either. there you go yeah. And so
2: yeah side note i keep seeing that my feeds also fill of all these trailers for movies and it's like did these come out already? And it's like, Oh yeah, we had a year where nothing came out. Yeah. So
1: it's kind no, of, they didn't. it's kind of packed up a little bit. Well, we've got, I'm, I'm on the board of the historic grand theater. We went to a press conference or to a, to a board meeting the other day. And that poor James Bond poster has been up there for like 17 months. <laughs> oh. And it's not supposed to be up there that long. And there's a long crack running down the middle of it. And it's just like, Oh no, poor James. <laughs> so.
2: So, but yeah, I just, this circling back to super nerds and, and, um, again, it just, it just, I, I remember just like watching it and like, I had like one hand
1: over my face. It's like, oh my God. And, and, and it just got worse. Well, and here's the thing too, is that Patton Oswalt was probably one of the progenitors of getting nerd, getting like the, the, he he
2: hadn't found it yet, you know? yeah, And, um, I, I know at some point. He sort of redefined his act a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's like, this isn't, this isn't, it's not working. No. <laughs> and it's like, there's no way to sustain this.
1: No. Yeah. A second episode would have been murder. Right.
2: That I can't even imagine. Oh, Jesus. I can't even imagine what a second episode would look like.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, do you think oh, any yeah. of the problems with it might have been because, you know, A, it was Comedy Central and B, they probably didn't have a huge budget and, you know, unknowns basically. Yeah.
2: Well, I know Oswald was sort of a fixture on Comedy Central there for a was while because he, he was though. like he was I like in all the bumpers. It. Yeah. It was him and who was that other guy?
0: Even in two thousand.
2: Yeah, because I never uh,
0: heard of him until you know.
2: Because they did those shorts when they were in the grocery store. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I, never remember I maybe wrote it down. Uh small doses. Blaine Cabbage. It was oh, him and Blaine well, Cabbage and there was another yeah. one where they were astronauts. And the when I remember the one where like, they pulled his tooth. Or something. I don't remember. But anyway, and so
1: they were around. Blaine Kapatz was one of my favorite comedic lines. He wrote one of uh, this... uh He used to write on At Midnight. Okay. And uh, at one point, he had a line that he wrote that didn't make it into the show. But I heard about... I forget where I heard about it. But the line was... Who, uh, it was a picture of a judge, and it said, Who am I to judge a judge? And it was attributed to a judge. Okay. And it just, it's just yeah. the, the more you think about that, the funnier yeah. it gets. You know, I love Blank Apache. Yeah. Anyway. Well,
2: also, too, um, I think there is a certain brand of comedy that's been around for a while now where it's sort of an inside joke. And it's like you get those four guys together, and they think it's hysterical. Hmm. And then you kind of put it out there, and it's like, oh, well, no. no.
1: <laughs> I wonder if they found what they did funny, or if they were just like, let's throw it out there and see if they pick it up. Well, and figure I, it out I assume
2: because it's like I hadn't heard of this until like a week ago.
1: And again, I'm a pretty huge Patton Oswalt fan. Yeah, and so well, you see, this is this is the the timeline's thrown me because like, when did Ben Stiller show come out? That was in the 90s, like late 90s, wasn't it? Sure. And then they did, uh, I remember you showing me what's the um, Jack Black pilot that Ben Stiller produced where he was, uh, Jack Black was talking. Oh! To, I forget what it was called, but he was Heat talking, Vision and Jack. Heat Vision and Jack, yeah, yeah, where there was like a talking motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was like fantastic tone-wise mm-hmm. and all yeah. the rest of it. And if you haven't seen the, the trailer for Heat Vision Jack, you can find it on YouTube and it's kind of legendary, but... This came out after that? That's what's killing me about yep. this. It's like, if it had come out in 96, I'd been like, oh, yeah, okay. This hadn't coagulated and defined yet, but nine 2000, yeah. come on.
2: Yeah. Whatever it was, like I said, it's, it's not working. <laughs> and, uh, well, I said, like, like half a cast on like the Sarah Silverman show. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. Po
1: Shane wasn't that for right.
2: of Right. Yeah. And so, again, it just baffles my brain with that talent involved. It's like, that's the best they could do.
1: By the way, they they thought that was
2: funny, and it's like, oh boy.
1: Yeah, you want to hear someone who's made a fascinating evolution? Sarah Silverman is that person because it's like she's gone back and looked at her show and said, not only could I not make that show today, I wouldn't make that show today. And like she hasn't disavowed it, but she just said it was a different time, and I made a different show at that point, and now I'm a different person. And I just hearing her talk about that, I always thought was kind of fascinating. Mm, Sure. Yeah, but I've always thought she was very funny too.
2: Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's growth. Mm-hmm. growth there's exactly nothing wrong yeah. with growth and um it's just you know not necessarily believing what you used to say and it's like i've changed and i think change is probably good
1: yeah so, so do you have examples like of something attempting to do what super nerds was attempting to do but working
2: because well, I, I can think a of big a- bang
1: theory apparently
2: <laughs> <laughs> although it did not work for me but i understand that was a phenomenon i get it it's like I said, I well, think I would what's not.
0: funny to me is that you know the, the, what the show is what it was about, and but my grandmother loved it. I know. <laughs> she oh I understand. It was hilarious. Yeah. So there must be something in it relatable to non-geeky yeah. people too. Well, I know. So there's like a, there's well, a the humor
1: there Oh, no, I didn't know that. I think so.
0: What?
1: Anyway, sorry, Steph. Go ahead.
0: What did you say? Like about... one of the
1: writers is from Lincoln. He said.
0: Oh well, the character Penny is from Omaha
1: that's right oh
0: there you go. there's a lot of husker stuff in the show that's right like well, he would get everybody to get all the nerds together to watch a husker game yeah <laughs> <that. So.
1: laughs> well here's the other thing too it's like jim parsons from what i can gather is like a force for good in the universe yeah, and he's amazing he also did produced this show for um uh uh who i it's called the show's called call me cat it's on fox
0: Oh, for My embolic Yeah, my
1: embolic And I've seen the commercials a bunch because they used to play during football. And it was like one of those things where on Futurama once they had the uh, the TV execu bot who uh, was once trying to throw down to Bender and said, I once put a sitcom on the air with no jokes. And I'm like, it's called Call Me Cat. I've seen that trailer. <laughs> Because I watch it and there's not a single goddamn joke in that entire thing. It's amazing. And I almost want to watch an episode to see if they actually attempt a joke. Because there's no jokes. It's just a person kind of, oh, I like cats. It's like, yeah, but that's not a joke. That's, that's what super nerds is. Yeah. There's no jokes
2: in it. It is just reference, 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 yeah. reference, 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 reference. It's like I said, or it's like just one big in, giant inside joke yeah. that you're not privy to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how is that funny?
1: And maybe that's how you sell a TV show by not, you know, bringing the A material. I don't know. But <laughs> just, just uh, it's a show about nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At one point, she's like, yeah. Yeah. It just, every time it came on, my wife's like, calm down, calm down. It's, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's all right. It's all right. I'm fine. <laughs> don't dislike Mylan Bialik, like quite the opposite. But man, just put a joke in your freaking commercial. All right. Anyway. <laughs> even
2: I laugh because even the, uh, the production company, it was like Dakota North Productions, like Jesus, even that's a comic book reference.
1: Is it? Yeah. I don't know
2: that one. No, it's it was an old comic book series, that didn't last very long about uh. a female detective. Uh. And her name was Dakota North. And it's like, oh wow. <laughs> There's a deep
1: cut. Well, so they're deep in it, which <laughs> is great, <laughs> right. but you gotta you gotta write a joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's kinda like I found a uh uh well, meet- that's what I
2: meant, but like I said, reference that's what that's what I kinda mean, like reference, reference, reference. Because sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. These days, it's like reference, reference, reference. I get reference,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and yeah, that's like
1: same. I don't know. Maybe it would fly today. I don't know. No, no. Well, I, I once discovered this musical called We Are Tigers that like is supposed to be a, a, a cheerleader slasher movie, okay. but, but it's a musical. And I listen to it and it's like, no, that's not what it is at all. There's no team. There are definitely cheerleaders, but there's no slasher in this. You know, it's like, you completely miss. You've missold me on this good, <laughs> sir. And I don't want to watch your musical. Thank you very much. <laughs> you mean the movie box live? Yeah, exactly. You know, I am like, maybe, maybe that's part. Of it. I don't know. I don't know. I but don't know, yeah. yeah. So I survived super nerds. Should maybe, I should I make, sur- yeah. maybe I should make a shirt. Uh,
2: currently streaming on YouTube for those feeling brave. Um, do yeah we, or maybe i missed the point i don't know
1: do we I, need to take a second and like go back and say how great Patton oswald is at almost everything else he's done since then <laughs> well everybody involved is like i guess these are very that's like that's again that's what breaks you know my brian brain. was
0: on big bang theory he was a character on there
1: no he's on everything yeah he really is that dude's everywhere who is er, Patton? oswald yeah
0: yeah no no brian
1: oh, oh brian pushain yeah okay yeah okay
2: that i did not know because again
1: i don't my, my favorite thing about Brian Foshane is that he was a metalhead who did comedy. And then the bands that he idolized said, oh, you're kind of famous. Want to hang out? And so now he goes on vacation with uh, with Scott from Anthrax and like the rest of it. So it's right. like he's, he not only met his heroes, he or befriended like, them. And it's like, like, I think that's so... out
2: with James Gunn. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like
1: didn't – Weren't they kind of like in like the second wave of Adult Swim too, mm-hmm. those guys? Kind of, sort of, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But man, uh, Oswald is, is – uh, that, that whole bit where he takes down that heckler at one point, yeah. you know, it's like that, that's part of my philosophy of life right there. You yeah. know, it's like, you, you, what, what part of what changed my mind from being a caustic nerd was the idea. It's like, you're, you know, if you're judging people, you're going to miss everything cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's a, a amen. You know, well, it's like, that's I, like I
2: mean, it. he's got that bit, you know, we're like, we're going to kill George Lucas with a shovel. <laughs> right. But I'm then, sorry, it's a no, funny bit. It is a funny bit. It's got that, jokes. <laughs> but then you, what you read, there was a silver screen fiend where you read it mm-hmm, and it's like mm-hmm. he was together with friends and they were ripping on the prequels and then he slowly realizes it's like, you know, I need to do something. I need to, Yep. my life needs to be more than this.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's like, and then, okay. And I think, I think at some point every deep down nerd needs to find that moment in their life.
1: Where you become a well-rounded person. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And obviously the two, Gail and Leslie in this show, ain't there yet Mm -hmm. and maybe if that was the point of the show where
1: well then they would have put a hint of it in the pilot right you know and you would have had something to root for right right
2: Right. and so like just like a proof of concept i don't know but it's like it's it's not good (laughs) 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 that's the best way and he said cringy slightly embarrassing and but they got better i guess let's put it that way
1: yes absolutely hooray Came came on to be be a light for good and truth in the universe. So right, there you go. Right. Cool. Well, if you dare, go <laughs> ahead and uh, fire up Super Nerds on YouTube and let us know what you think. It's
2: available on several different channels, and that's funny <laughs> because, like, I tried to like go online and like dig in and do some research on it. Yeah. There's hardly anything. <laughs> so I think this was. I think it. I think it was. I think yeah. I think this was buried. You know, and so nothing all, all ever i could
0: find it. was a was a, a forum thread from 2006 about it yeah and uh and it was just like guys talking like well that wasn't funny <laughs> 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 that
2: was too i felt like i was like there was some podcast other podcasts that talked about it but everywhere I like click on the link it's like deleted this podcast no longer exists and it's like oh the Oswald mafia is out,
1: <laughs> <taking everything laughs> out so they're gonna come after us next oh ah! this could be fun no 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 yeah. no no
0: that I wouldn't mind decease that. and desist from Patton Oswalt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd frame that bugger.
1: <laughs> we have nothing You're like
2: that. Was that idiot? Wasn't it some other idiot from Lincoln who was trying to steal his joke or steal his act? Oh, Do you remember, remember this? I don't. Yeah, I think. I th- God, I can't. Oh, I'm gonna have to look this up again. But I think right. yeah, there was some idiot that was essentially stealing his act, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was a whole thing.
1: Uh... <laughs> so. Well, okay, yeah, I, yeah. If yeah, anyway. they come after us, that'll be oh, uh, man, yeah, yeah, no,
2: gonna... yeah, no. Any is good wizard, So, hooray! I,
1: I like the uh, uh the, the "don't get sued" mantra has sta- has, uh, <laughs> has has served me well in life so far. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> cool. So. Well, if you want to watch super super nerds, it's on YouTube and. uh
2: I double-dogged Barry.
1: Oh, boy. That? Yeah, he's calling your man-headed <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah? I'm calling your nerd into <laughs> the question. There you go. So, all right, we will be back after the guitar he's noise. These with... aren't
2: the nudes you're looking for. <laughs> There's
1: Sorry. a couple of recommendations, and uh, don't let your Russian landlord uh, take a dump in your bathroom.
0: <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Is my
2: building? I poop what I want. <laughs>
1: oh, Sir, yes, sir. Uh...
2: Boy! Oh, 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 oh.
1: that's one more pilot than i have so right right (laughs) yeah that's the truth all right well we're back so we're gonna gonna go through a couple recommendations things we've been paying attention to watching reading listening to this uh this couple week period so uh who wants to kick it off anyone got a good thing they're they're going off on i can go go
0: um, you guys know I like uh, DIY type things and yeah, stuff like that. I watched um, one of those
1: castle shows that you recommended. That was very interesting the other day. Which one? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. I could go through my. It was the. It was the one where they're living in the, uh, living in, in the, the castle. castle and, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the French get along castle. Yeah, that was a good show. I rewatched that. That was so good. Um, yeah. If you had a chance, watch the rest. But I know you're a very busy man. Yeah. <laughs> um well this next show was one my sister said to I should check out. She thought I would like it and I did. And it's called Escape to the Chateau. Ooh. And what it is, it's um Sounds elegant. There, no, it's not. <laughs> cool. It sounds escape. There, there are over No, it's not. <laughs> okay. There are over 6,000 chateaus in France. And a good exactly. number of them are empty and decaying and stuff. And what has happened is British people have realized that for the price of a one-bedroom, semi-detached house in bumfuck England, they yeah. could buy a fucking chateau in France. <laughs> so they, or geez, at least they could before, before Brexit. Brexit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that would be no. I wonder how that would affect it. So the show started with this couple named um, Dick and Angel Strawbridge. He's like about 20 years older than her, but they're the this kookiest couple ever. They're just wonderful and I love them. But they bought a chateau and um, the Escape to the Chateau show is I think four or five seasons of them restoring it and the struggles and and all this. And he's an engineer and she's a creative designer, so it kind of works. And But they, they had to have the chateau make money. Um, so they had to you know renovate and and turn it into like a Bnb and b wedding event kind of thing and that's kind of what most of the brits do who buy chateaus and then there's like an offshoot show called escape to the chateau diy where dick and angel kind of guide other brits on their chateau journeys <laughs> so as they so try to renovate
1: cool I, i'm gonna show my whole ass here what's the definition of a chateau
0: well it it, it actually varies um chateaus I don't know that there's a single definition of it, but it's usually like, you know, the big house. It can be anything from, like, you know, a big a big house with, like, eight bedrooms, that kind of thing, wow. to a medieval 12th century chateau um, with 42 rooms. Deacon oh, Angel's chateau has 46 rooms um, and a moat. <laughs> so, and a moat. <laughs> and a moat. But it was only built in the 1800s, so it's not an old place. Old, old, and by, you know, by European standards, anyway. Um, this, you know, and then this other uh, couple building their chateau renovating it and stuff, theirs was built in the 1200s or something like that. Um, like, like one of the features of the rooms you can stay in has an arrow slit, <laughs> you know, so you can <laughs> shoot other guests. Keep the huns at bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them curiously have moats. I don't know. But a lot of them are mostly turning them into, you know, B&Bs or wedding events or apparently yoga studios. <laughs> or yeah. Um, but they're all in, they come with like 22 acres of land in the Pyrenees. And, you know, so, I mean, it's just sure. frigging gorgeous. But the chateaus have to pay for themselves, basically. So that's kind of the journey that these people are on. And it's fascinating. Yeah. And it's really fun to watch. And I just finished it today and I wish there were more episodes.
1: What uh, streaming service is it on?
0: It is on... Some of it is on Amazon Prime, I think, but um, I've, be- I've mostly watched it on Peacock. Ah! And you can watch stuff on Peacock free. You just have to put up with a few ads. Oh, um, I don't, which yeah, I don't... used to bother me, but now I've gotten used to it. So. Yeah, <laughs> but that, I'm I've telling you, out. if I see that I am the sauce commercial one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I love but, watching Tubi. So. Yeah. So, so, it's on Peacock. Um, all the DIY ones in the in the Dick and Angel show, um, they're just a they're real characters, um, and then I have another recommendation. But we can go around again. No good. No. Oh, okay. Well, this was video game. <laughs> right. I meant, to do, I meant to do it last time because I've been playing it for over a hundred hours now. But it's uh, yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed. Shannon's got me into Assassin's Creed, so I'm oh, playing good. Valhalla, which just came out. Um, I think at the end of last year. Is that a and, PS4 game? Uh, I think so, but it, I played on the Xbox. Okay. Xbox One. Um anyway, it's Vikings and it's destroying things and raiding and killing and the whole nine yards, but there's also like puzzly things you gotta figure out. But anyway, um it's set in Norway and medieval England and apparently America, but I haven't gotten to that map yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but I it's really on the big boat yet. yeah, I haven't I haven't done that yet. Um but you can do things like do certain quests, and you can like acquire Excalibur, and then that can become your weapon for the game, and um, just like legendary weapons of England and stuff like that. And it's cool. a hell of fun. I really, 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 really like it. And you can climb almost anything, and I love doing that. <laughs>
1: Open world. Hooray!
0: Yeah, see that church tower? I'm climbing it.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get up top, and I'm going to throw an axe at something. <laughs> Yeah. And
0: it's funny because uh, Shannon and I were um, out and about and we saw this like kind of old tower and Shannon and I both looked at each other and goes, I'm going to climb it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to climb it. <laughs> that's cool.
1: Snap into your avatar. Away yeah. you go.
0: Yeah. So that's that's all my stuff.
1: Cool. All right. Well, I'll go next if you want. Right. One, one of them, this is more just for Chad as opposed to other people. Right. But there's a a podcast I discovered. It's called Dark Air with Terry Carnation it's a uh uh, someone out there doing an art bell but it's it's a it's a it's rain wilson is doing it and it's it's a scripted (laughs) thing so the basic gist is you've got like half the episode is this ongoing story about terry carnation going crazy (laughs) going crazy and his dead wife and all the rest of it and then the other half of the show is people calling in so it's kind of like fraser when you you know when on Frasier when celebrities used to call in and you know, have a, and they wouldn't say who it was. This is, you know, people calling in like the one that sticks in my mind is the guy who called in and wanted to find Bigfoot so he could bring him to his gay bar. And because Bigfoot is like the ultimate bear, you know, and (laughs) he'd be, he'd be, he'd be great. Why wouldn't he come to a place where all these people love him? And so it's, it's, it's got the art bell. Um, like the bumpers are perfect. You know, it sounds just like AM coast to coast and, and, uh, um, the the it's it's a comedy show but it it pays homage to it pretty well so like at one point you know terry (laughs) carnation goes uh, he's trying to find a tape of one of his old shows and someone out there thinks he has it and goes out and someone quick pulls him into his house and goes i have proof of aliens It goes okay and they open it and it's just a freezer full of dead raccoons you know (laughs) it's like that sort of thing well they were aliens before they transformed into dead raccoons he goes okay and then of course terry carnation is broke so he steals the guy's uh refrigerator and takes it on the bus and you know it's 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 fun it's called dark air with terry carnation there are like two or three episodes out there and it's i'm listening to it it's fun
2: i said yeah i found like an art bell youtube hole oh my god i just love listening to that stuff
1: yeah because that that was so much fun but to that end okay so i've been on a documentary kick on hbo uh, max so we watched the documentary on nexium that that sex that hollywood sex cult thing okay Okay. and yeah, with Allison Mack from Smallville and yep. the doc oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yep. the documentary drove me nuts because it's made by the people who left the cult, as near as I can tell. And everything is just so important. And they just are completely in love with themselves in terms of like, oh, we survived this terrible thing. And it's like, come on, dude, you, you fell under the spell of a not all that charismatic dude. <laughs> who was branding people in the genitals uh, with his initials. It's like, you know, own it, you know, and, and maybe, maybe tell us a story, but no, it's like all about, you know, they, they filmed everything. So they have footage of everything. So a guy driving and having a conversation about it, it's go in the documentary because it's nine episodes and it easily could have been two. Right. And so it drove me kind of crazy. But you know, I kind of
2: had the same reaction on Netflix. They had that, thing where they were talking about you know the gal that disappeared in that hotel and she wound up in the water tank it was like four episodes and it didn't tell you anything exactly and it told you but it told you the same thing like nine times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um and it was like all about these podcasters who were basically getting in the way you know (laughs) and of the investigation you know and they thought we're gonna we're gonna find out what happened to her Mm -hmm. and everything and it's like and like i said it was it was both baffling and infuriating at the same time. <laughs> it's yeah. like
1: what? Yeah. So, you, you haven't told me anything. And yeah. so so i don't recommend the vow, but on the other side of things, there's a four-parter on QAnon that i watched that well, was I won't watch that, one. that was very interesting and i'm not i'm it's hard to spoil because the thing that struck me about this that i learned in this documentary is that QAnon is the smartest dumb thing to ever happen or the dumbest smart thing, one of the other. Sure. It's like, a, there's there's a guy that the three of us all know that I'll say off air, who I constantly describe as the dumbest smart person I know because he's obviously has, you know, has an education and can obviously hold a conversation and obviously has been successful in life, but just says the dumbest things you can possibly imagine when in a setting where he would be called on to say something smart. And so this is, this is QAnon as near as I can tell is that the, the whole thing was, Basically, it's it's high level military intelligence sort of thinking applied to the dumbest freaking thing you can imagine. So it's like, yes, we're going to create this this high level kind of military game for people to to play. Like a psyop. It's like a psyop. It's like a, it is. It's exactly what it is. It's it's very much like a psyop. But we're going to say it's about eating babies in a pizzeria and all this other complete that has total, no basement. Yeah, exa- all this other complete and total bullshit. And the the best part of the documentary at the end, if you. If you, ha- if you haven't seen it, is that the guy who the filmmaker thinks is Q, he's interviewing at one point and the guy goes, yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, kind of high level military thinking. I never used to do this before I started posting his Q. And then they both stop and look at each other and he goes, well, I didn't really say that i didn't really um and they both kind of laugh it's like dude you just you just freaking gave the game away you goddamn idiot and it's like it's it's the dumbest smart thing you've ever (laughs) seen or the smartest dumb thing you know and and uh, i'm not sure which is it and then the last documentary i watched on there it's 45 minutes it's breezy but it's absolutely terrifying it's called the last cruise and it's the story of that, uh, of the, I forget the name of the ship, but the one that got detained in the harbor when COVID hit. Okay. And people had to stay in their houses for, or had to stay in their cabins for like two weeks. Oh, geez. Oh, terrifying. <laughs> 45 minutes of absolute terror. And the thing that kills me about that and this other podcast I listened to that ESPN put out about the basketball game that they can't, that the NBA ch- canceled and kind of cued everybody that shit was about to go down mm-hmm. is that nobody has any idea what they're doing. Yeah. Nobody had any idea. They're just like, keep them in their cabins and they're okay. Keep them in their cabins. <laughs> and this was all cancel the basketball game. Okay. Cancel the basketball, you know, and everyone's running around and no one's testing anyone and no one's wearing masks. And those that are, are freaking out and nobody knew what was happening. They just acted. Yep. And I think that's going to be like one of the legacies of this thing when, when COVID is over, and we can all look back on it from a historical standpoint, is that nobody knew what they were doing. Everyone was freaking out. Some people acted. And that's going to be the story. And it's like, did they act prudently? Probably not, because they had no information. Right. But they acted, damn it, and they got stuff done. And who man, 49 minutes of absolute terror. You should watch. That's, it's, it's a, it is a okay. wild, wild ride. It's called The Last Cruise. It's on HBO Max. So those are my documentaries. Okay, cool. I talk too much. All right. No, you're, you're, no,
2: <laughs> no, not at all, buddy. Don't, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, well, I caught up on some Best Picture nominees. Cool. I watched Minari, which I really dug i thought it was really good i watched Um, that
1: as well it is very good
2: yeah um were you like me and just kind of waiting for another shoe to drop
1: i don't know i think the shoe that dropped was pretty darn heavy well yeah (laughs) i
2: just i just because it's just it should be so such an easy thing to do i mean they're in arkansas they're korean it's like oh yeah you're kind of waiting you're you're kind of waiting for the community to reject them but instead they sort of welcome them in and it's like that was just kind of refreshing and um i love grandma (laughs) <laughs> that was the best. The grandma, grandma. The, the, the grandma and the little kid is yeah, like, this is yeah. the best thing ever, and I just,
1: no, I really loved it. And then uh, I also watched Sound of Metal. Yes, I've seen that as well. Loved and it. The, oh, yeah, it man, was, yeah, that that Riz Ahmed is a. Uh, if you don't mind me saying, is a heterosexual male. That guy is a snack and a half, right? Uh, th- <laughs>
2: and just, you know, the, but he's very good in that movie. <laughs> and I love the ending, and because yep. um, it's just silence is golden you know yep. at the end of the yep. day and um it just
1: I man you talk about cringe that bit where he's trying to play after he loses most of his hearing and say, yeah i'll just be a click track and it's, oh oh that hurts oh so much. And
2: that too or or when he gets his his implants in yeah and he thinks it's going to be uh-huh. and it's just like listening through static yep and it's like oh no and he yeah. just he got and he just changed everything it hurts and it's like you gotta find your your inner mm-hmm. your inner peace or whatever so no, those are both pretty good. Uh, I still think No Man Land is the best movie, of the and year. I still haven't watched and No Man Land. No Man I love, yeah. So it was like both great. Or all three are great. Um, I also watched. Have you seen the King Kong musical? No. Holy! I, I've seen
1: clips snot of it. Not on a cracker. I've seen clips of it, but I don't. I've not watched the whole thing.
2: Okay, so
1: and the clips were like, oh my god! I made, know they made, they a, made a giant. Monkey I know. These,
2: awesome. I said, because um, it started out. I watched the original King Kong one night. And fell in love with that all over again. And mm-hmm. when that was over, it's like... Ugly I, like, I kind of want some monkeys. It's like, well, you watched Kongspell yeah. Island a while back. And so it's like, wait a minute. Maybe that musical is on YouTube. And by God, it was. <laughs> and um, from a technical standpoint and a production design, it is the most brilliant, amazing thing I have ever seen in my life. Unfortunately, <laughs> the story told... Is not so hot. I mean, th- to me it's like the first act was not very good. The first mm-hmm. act was flailing. I mean, the the gist of the story is it's all this is all about Andero. Right. There's no Jack just Disc Discroll, there's nothing and no one yeah. understands her but the big monkey. Okay? And it's sort of King Kong for the Me Too movement, I guess, a little <laughs> bit. And so like the first act is like, eh, eh, I don't know, but boy, that monkey is great. Mm-hmm. But then the second act, when they get back to New York, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Just finds another gear, and just the realization of of uh, you know trying to get that Broadway show together is hysterical. And when Kong escapes, and just like I said, just from a production side, the realization of him galloping through the streets of New York, and then holy shit, the realization of the battle on top of the Empire State Building. Have you seen that?
1: No, I've only seen the galloping. Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna pull
2: up clips when we're done here because you are gonna poop your pants when you see this. (laughs) And so, it's one of these things, it's like, it's a mess, but it's awesome. Watch it. Cool. It's I, watch, I mean, watch the whole thing. Like I said, to me, it's like, eh, story-wise, eh, it's all right. But like I said, I, I understand why it ran so long, because it's like, there's no way in hell they're going to be able to pull that marionette off. And how they do it, it's like, there's, the puppeteers are on stage, but they're all dressed in black, and they're flying around on right. wires the right. whole time. But he said, and it just, it just baffles my brain. That's like one of the, it's like the eighth wonder of the world pulling that thing off. And so I I recommend it I really do Like I said it's not great but it's also kind of amazing <laughs> so King Kong the musical I and, don't know what that came out a couple years
1: ago yeah so I uh, 2014 too, okay but yeah and so any oh. uh, any great numbers from it
2: boy God you don't really remember anything except the monkey you know yeah. I hate to say that but um, there was a couple like I said there was a couple things like when they were trying to get the the show together for the Kong premiere. The rehearsals for that were pretty funny, I thought, and then um, and then there's the one song at the end. It's like, boy, this is kind of like from Forty Second Street. It's like the Parade of Forgotten Men kind of thing, you know. Yeah. It's like, what is happening? But uh, but no, like any showstoppers, couldn't tell you. Because again, the book for the the musical itself, no great shakes. But production wise, production design, wow,
1: cool. oh, so cool. Go
2: watch the Big Monkey.
1: All right. So, well, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of the Atomic Way to Cheese. If you uh, want to give us some recommendations, if you want to talk about super nerds, if you're Patton Oswalt and we have offended you, we are deeply sorry. We're big fans. Or if you're and, a big fan
2: of King Kong Musical and I just butchered it, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Let us know and we will be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at AWOCpodcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese, or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback.
0: Super nerds. Episode 1, The Dungeon Planet It is spring of 2000. Our heroes, Gail and Leslie, enjoy the womb-like
1: security of the Dungeon Planet comic book store. Their friendship has weathered
0: the cruel taunts of classmates, the icy indifference of females, the unspeakable horror of the wild, wild <laughs> west, and the ultimate betrayal of the Phantom Menace. Even now, as these two hapless bastards unroll this scroll, forces have been aligning against them since birth.